I mean, these are the things that I think about. Hey, everyone. Welcome to It's So Real. With your boy, O. And your girl, Rocky. What's good? <laughs> so, thank you for joining us. We are on our first live podcast mm-hmm. episode. We got the mic going for the episode. We got my laptop for the live stream. We got... O's laptop for the YouTube video so later because we gonna edit and shit. So we are navigating three different platforms right now. So bear with fancy. us as we far as like that, what though. camera we're looking at and where we're speaking to. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Shout out to Shout them. out to all the fathers out there. Yes. Their thing. Like you brought kids into this world. Thank you being for active, being active, being present in your life. You know, understand that you need to work on your emotions, expressing your emotions, regulating your emotions is an important lesson to teach your kids as well. Cause mm-hmm. they're going to have to know the stuff too. Like, I don't know why we think we don't need this skill, but anyway, we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. But that's not what this episode is about. Um, was there something else that was happening? Today. Today? Oh, uh, we didn't have our episode last week. So if you were wondering, I don't know if anybody was, but if you were wondering what happened, uh, I went to San Diego for the weekend and I had billing and progress needs to do. So I didn't feel like recording a second one. I was like, that'd be all right. (laughs) But had a great trip. Now I'm back. As you can see, I got my decorations for my storage. Check Mm -hmm. out the room. Check out the room. Hey. And um, still decorating. But these are the ones that I primarily got from storage. So I was able to put it up, make my space more me. And now we can have live episodes. There you go. (laughs) But today's episode was... I mean, it was inspired by the Amanda, Amanda Seals interview on The Breakfast Club, but I definitely think it's something we've just been realizing more mm-hmm. out in California, out in Northern California and Bay Area and Oakland, was we're just finding more people with our core values. Pretty much. Like, a lot more people that have, yeah, those values that resonate with us mm-hmm. that we may have possibly thought were out here before. Or weren't in existence? No, Maybe I, not here, but yeah, on out, the East Coast. On the East Coast, it was not apparent. So first, I do think we should identify what our core values yeah. are. But We've done it so many times. I know, I know. But, but here we go again. this would be the episode for it. Right, right. But, um, but yeah, when we came out here, it was just like, yes, thank you. Yes, I agree. Oh, my God, you're in my head. Oh, it's just... oh and I'm <laughs> drinking a ginger beer. This is not actual beer. Even though, if it was, I wouldn't care. <laughs> But I haven't drank alcohol in a while, so that's why I said that. We on that team weed. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's going to try to reconnect. I so have a poor connection. There's nothing we could do. I have to turn my hotspot on. <laughs> Wait, your Wi-Fi wasn't on the whole time. It wasn't? No. Nah, so you was always on hotspot. No, it wasn't. That's weird. Mm, I don't know. He must have probably just shut it off or something like that. 
mind you, we're on this thing too. So let's keep it moving. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, y'all. My live video. That's why I said it don't matter. Let's keep it pushing. Well. Anyways, so we were finding more and more people who connected with our values out here. Right. So first identify what our core values are and then like how they were connecting with others. So what were your core values? Oh, you gonna make me start this when I'm trying to connect. I mean, you always, uh, you always got your like lineup. Yours takes a lot longer. Mine is a lot shorter. Uh (laughs) I mean, fuck, it's, all right. That's what I said. Don't get worried about it. Keep it pushing. All right. So (laughs) live video stop. But anyways, um, so my core values really boil down to like who I'm interested in dating. (laughs) Like, because I labeled them as my core values because I want someone who relates to me. So first one is intellectual. Like you got to be able to stimulate my mind. And with that intellect, it's like also questioning things, questioning the things that you've been taught and saying, hey, is there more opinions out there? Is there more perceptive perceptions out there? Like question things like, why do we use word to describe a word? Well, somebody was like, oh, you know, it came from the Latin. And it's like, yeah, but who decided in Latin that this would be that, you know? Think about it. But anyways, intellectual is the first one. Oh, man. I told you, I don't know why she keep worrying about this. <laughs> She's holding up the other video my, and the podcast. That's naturally happening. Just because of the Facebook video live not going up. <laughs> that's unfortunate though it's all good it happens we gotta figure this shit out though Facebook gotta figure it out and the lighting looks way worse <laughs> yeah but how are we supposed to whatever alright so the second thing is <laughs> sorry I'm still looking at this thing the core, second core value of mine after intellectual is artistic because I'm artistic. As you see, I like to be surrounded by art. So, and I think also with artistic, it comes with a sense of freedom and a sense of outside conformity and the norm that I attach with it. Mm. And basically being a fucking rebel and doing your own thing. Revolution. (laughs) Yeah, I, I am a revolutionary. So, and with that comes the core value of being conscious. I will definitely say there are different levels of consciousness. Them ho taps. <laughs> and that ain't me. Like, I've literally had to stop saying, like, I'm woke because so, people have. So, I'm late with everything because I, I don't be, I'm trying to disconnect from technology and all that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, I just watched the. Uh... Dear White People episode about, um, what was her name? She was dating the hotel. Yeah. Right? That's it. First of all, Dear White People was hilarious. I know. That's a good show. That's a good I, show. I forgot how funny it was. Um, so I got to catch up on the rest of the season. But yeah, there are a lot of guys like that out here, uh, too. There are yeah. a lot of guys out here like that, too. I, I didn't realize that. Like, one of the dudes, um, I was just smoking, like, the place that I go to, the special I go to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an area there where you can chill and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I go there and this is like a while back. I was smoking with this guy 
just talking, had a good conversation, mm-hmm. and he brought up some shit about trans people. I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Mm-hmm. It's like it's stuff like that. It's like they have like little things that trigger them, like uh, it's anything, equal pay or in, anything or, <laughs> with women and anything with LGBTQ. LGBT. I was like, like we was just having a conversation about like all these systems of oppression, and then he brought up them, and I'm like, that's because they I think it. they think it's on the man's agenda for us to stop reproduction. And if you're homosexual or trans, you will stop reproduction. So that's their agenda thing. I wouldn't really worry about that. <laughs> I'm saying how many heterosexual men, oh, not to say this on Father's Day, but how many heterosexual men go away from the child and are like absent from the child's life? Now, there are plenty who are present and the mothers are absent. So shout out to you. I will acknowledge that on today. Man. But there's a lot more single mamas out there. Mm-hmm. Because fathers chose to leave. So, yeah. yeah first, get all them kids. All right. Take care of all them kids. The people who, the kids who are in foster care, who haven't been adopted, take care of them kids before you say anything to me and about failure to reproduce. And there'll be people in their own family who've done that or friends who've done that and they won't question them or challenge them or, or about anything. Like, how are you going to treat your, your baby mom like that? How are you going to treat your... Your son, your exactly. Like but then be questioning, that. oh, how is the child gonna grow up? What? Fuck. Sorry, they don't say it like that. We black. We don't, we don't talk like yeah. that. But <laughs> you know what's confused me? I was like, wait, I don't wait. That that, that don't sound like. Well, we... <laughs> uh, but, uh, now that's being divided is on the man's agenda. That's what. Right. <laughs> exactly. So and yeah, I dated one of them. Where I thought, oh, if we're both, you know, revolutionaries and we're both woke and we're both conscious, then it would work. Yeah, no. I realized he has to have some of my other values because he was one of them hotels. Like, mind you, I started talking to him while I was in grad school, working on my master's degree. And we were talking about, because I, I make sure to bring this up so I know. We were talking about kids and parenting. And not having them together, just like in general, what you imagine for your future type of thing. And he was like, he wants his wife to be barefoot and pregnant for five years. And I was like. I mean, I'm sure he'll find that with someone. But you do realize, like, I'm getting my master's to help people, right? I'm not about to just take a five-year break from that. You know? So he had to go. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, that's conscious. So, again, different levels. different. Like, these are my expectations are coming with the value, okay? Like, I'm going to need this. So, intellectual, artistic, conscious, spiritual. If you haven't figured out the system of religion, I really don't know what to tell you. It controls a lot of stuff still to this day. Like, okay, please, just the breakdown. Like, intellectually, intellectually, logically thinking about this. You have something in place to give people hope. And take their money. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But to give people hope because there are things happening in the world that no one can explain. People dying that no one can explain. And, like, people want to answer. People want an explanation for the unknown. So how did we all end up here? We want an explanation. Why did this plague, you know, kill my whole family? I want an explanation. Why did my crops die? I want an explanation. Why is this volcano about to erupt? Exactly. Like, they were trying to explain things that they didn't have any explanation for mm-hmm. and they wanted to give them hope for the present and for the afterlife. Cause again, we didn't know what happened after we died. So 
like if you can understand that basic premise, like there's not to say, okay, if you need that, go for it. But understand that that's what it is. Like the fact that people still believe like factually that all these religions, all of them are true, like completely. <laughs> I don't know why uh, these institutions are. I guess I, I understand why they're still here and so prominent in our society because they're ingrained, really, especially in, into some people's governments, into their, their culture, everything. So I get why it's still here, but slowly but surely, we really, we really need to um, like move away from it because it's causing a lot more division than um, unity. And it's, I think, a blocking, going to your point about a core value, I think it's blocking the connection to your true spirit and connected to a deeper state of consciousness. Yeah. Because when you start questioning things, like, you open stuff up. Yeah, I think, I don't know. After I broke from, like, the system, like you were saying, the system of religion versus having more of a spiritual guidance or a spiritual... Uh, outlook on my 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 journey, rather than it being like a religious outlook on my on, on my journey, mm-hmm. it makes it a lot better. It makes me feel like I'm a lot more connected. I feel a lot happier with that stance than you know going to a church or going through certain systems I, every time. I think for me, it's like because the I, community. Except, I, like. I know, I know, I do like the community, but for me, it's like I, a part of my spirituality is to accept the unknown. And once you do that, like, you can stop tripping. <laughs> like, you can just live. You don't have to know everything. Like, you don't have to you know You don't have everything. to know what happens to you when you die. As scary as that might be. But it's okay. You don't know. But for you to act like you know and, and then, set up rules and enforce those on, 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 other, on people, other people. Yeah. Like, come on now. <laughs> and that's all coming from your insecurity about not knowing what's going on. Um, but when you let that go, like you were saying, it opens you up to a lot more connection with other people and exploring mm-hmm. other parts of yourself. And not knowing is the first step towards seeking knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you have to admit that you don't know in order to be like, hey, let me find out more. So if you're yeah. not one that's going to seek knowledge, then you're automatically cutting yourself off from, like I said, connecting to other people. Other people who are seeking the same answers to these questions is you exactly and when you find that out and y'all make those connections it creates good bonds mm-hmm. you know and that that just furthers your tribe your 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 community but when you cut people off that's that's why there's so much separation even in with within Which, religions and, and it's, like it's, christianity it's, set up in I know, so I know, many I know. but like part of the faith is to not question it and i'm like how like <laughs> you will never get out of it if part of the faith is to not question it because the only time you you discover anything is when you start to question it. Like, huh, that don't make sense. <laughs> Let me question it. Let me see if there's an alternative. Right. You know? So, whew. So spiritual. Spiritual. So, okay, <laughs> core values, because we just got back on live, uh, on Facebook Live. So intellectual, oh, okay. artistic, conscious, spiritual. Those are my core values. And as people align with those core values, I see 
like a connection with those people. So the last one is being a big kid. And I just had to break this down with a client like Friday. That's like, why do we have to grow up? Responsibilities? Sure. Maturity? Sure. Having fun? Yes. But why? Like the creative adult is the child who survived. So why, why, why is this mentality that we have to get old and get boring? <laughs> I don't get that either. I, I never saw that as like, I never saw myself ever getting boring because I don't. I have always I, been always, in touch with my child. I just so. don't find those things interesting. Like even if it, if I'm into politics, wherever it is, mm-hmm. I have to I cut off. Like I have yeah, a limit. Exactly. And then I have to do something that does. Fun. Yeah, that nourishes that part of myself. Exactly. That probably you would describe as your big kid. That part of that myself. That innocence, that yeah. imagination, that creativity, that just freedom. Jeez, the freedom. Do you remember being a child? You didn't yeah. know anything. You were just just enjoying the world. And then you grow up and it's like, fuck, this is where I live. Wow. <laughs> well, you do. So, again, fuck that. Yes, there are children with responsibilities. There are children who are mature. There are children who have fun. So why can't adults have the same thing? Just because you grew up in age doesn't mean it has to change everything about you. Hmm. Good point. Which is why core value is big kid. It's huge for me. I will also say on the spiritual stuff, like Mm -hmm. people and talk about not questioning things. People say you're not supposed to talk about politics or religion with your family oh, and friends. That. And it's talk like, about all that. those are the things that impact your life. <laughs> Why would you not talk about these things? You see like the setup? Like the setup is there. They don't want you to, that's why our education system is failing. They don't teach us anything because the more we Nothing know. that you can use the, exactly. in your daily life. Why were daily. slaves not allowed to read? Let's, let's answer that. Why were slaves not allowed to read? Because they would be like, huh, this ain't the natural order of things and I want to be free. (laughs) So. (laughs) Values. Right. So those are my values. (laughs) What are your values? Uh, I would say my my list is a lot shorter. Um, (laughs) I I had time to think. I I think yours is like a little more descriptive. Uh, I'm my, a writer. Is that what, um, no? Well, maybe, maybe. I think more in words. But I, I don't. I don't know if that's the difference in this scenario. I think you, um, like you said, you connected it to uh, partners. Oh, that's true. So I needed so to you, identify. Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. I think you identified it in a different way. Got you. Okay. Oh, see, he drinking a ginger beer. <clears throat> I said he would be perfect. <laughs> Did y'all hear it though? I heard. Did y'all hear it though? I don't know. If they I heard, heard it. it. Ain't yeah, they ain't close to the exactly. exactly. Keep anyway. it classy out here. Anyway, um, <laughs> so my core values uh, are first of all they're fluid. They're they're still um, I'm adding pieces to them. Although they're cores, I'm adding parts to them that I didn't you know completely figure out. Okay. But one would be just having positivity. Like that's the mm. the really the biggest core. 
and then everything stretches out from there. And that's why I say it's kind of fluid. But being positive, having uh, an outlook on life where you're you're seeking things that going in a, a positive direction. Like no matter what the scenario is, you're at least able to try to find the lesson within that. Mm. And then from that lesson, uh, learn to be better person or learn to better understand the people or environment around you. I, I think with that positivity piece, it's also acknowledging growth. Growth. <laughs> because, it's yeah. Secure. Yeah, I know. Season three. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. August. Is it August 12th? 12th or 11th. I'm not sure. Something like that. I'm Can't doing wait. videos on Smart Love all about it. Y'all can check that out. Plug. Smart Love. With two T's. So... Mm-hmm. With positivity, and you were talking about the lesson, it's like you never stop growing, y'all. Ever. You, you're you living, right? You're experiencing something, right? You can learn something from that experience, right? And therefore, you could grow, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> Got all poetically, y'all. Real quick. So, yeah, you're always growing. And and I do think it's the positive aspect, because when you in negative thinking, you ain't thinking about growth. Mm-hmm. You you in a you like, in a oh, hell why is going I on? I know. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, so that's really that is the if I had to pick the core, mm-hmm. it, it stems from that. And then the rest is kinda like my tattoos. <laughs> it goes from Well, they can't see them, so explain. I will I will show some. I ain't gonna show it all. Cause y'all it's a family show. Fuck out of here. No, no curse. <laughs> no kids should be listening to this no unless you're okay with the cursing. Oh, yeah. And, and the it, honesty. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you, if you know, if you're you know, a responsible adult and you know that your kids can handle this, then sure. Yeah. Because sometimes, what Pharrell say? The truth will set you free, mm. but first it'll piss you off. <laughs> that is so fucking true. I'm I'm so sure he got that from somebody else, but I I it's on the song, so it's iconic. Well, that's what I equate. <laughs> it's in there. It's in but, there. But damn, like I was pissed, cause you know you you have a vi- a vision of what the world should be, and mm-hmm. then you wake up to what it is, and then you're like, fuck, this is it, and I can't do shit about it. Like, oh, you can do a lot. I mean, you can, but when, you're, the, young, yeah, when you're young, yeah, it's like I can't do shit. So, it was eye-opening, and, you know, I wish I didn't know that Santa wasn't real. (laughs) Equating it to that childhood memory. I never believed Santa. He had a different, uh, growing up, bearing up. I didn't give a damn about no white man sliding down my chimney. First First of all, all, my Santa was black, thank you. Most people are (laughs) Black in my house, black in my church, black in my community. And my parents wonder why I'm the revolutionary. I mean. <laughs> what the hell was I saying? <laughs> oh, positivity. Oh, my tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, This one says love. You can probably see it on that camera. Probably cannot see it on the Facebook Live camera. <laughs> uh, His this one computer says, is better than mine. It's all good. This one says love. Uh, I, got, I got my shit mixed up. <laughs> this one says love. This one says hope. I was doing it on the other side. I was like, wait, this is why is it looking like that? So this one says love. Why I, I really mixed like up the words. <laughs> right. I'm like, why is this not looking like the words I, I want? Um, I got mixed up because of the cameras. Uh, this one says love. And so on the side of my left arm, 
<laughs> on the side of my left arm. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> uh, on the side of my left arm. Uh, it's close to my heart. And basically, like, living your life full of love and with the intention of love. That's just something that I feel like everyone should do. And if you're in line with that, you're cool with me. And see... Oh. It's simple. It's like basic. Uh, I'm gonna things. let you continue because it connects. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So simple, basic stuff, and then obviously things go mm-hmm. out from there. Uh. Same thing with hope. Hope is on my right arm. Um. Right arm because I'm right-handed. So every interaction that I go into, I go into it with hope and positivity. Yeah. I I place these very strategically. Um. And then think about your shit. <laughs> yeah. Just don't just put shit on my fucking body. Um. Now, on my chest, the thing that I will not show y'all, uh, summer is coming, ladies. <laughs> um, this one says faith, and uh, that's the thing that's at the center because it's connected to all this stuff. It's belief in myself and belief in um, my ability to access and channel all these other parts of me that are full of hope and love. It all comes from the faith in me believing in me. And see, that's faith. Hope and love. And if your faith isn't that, then you should question it. (laughs) Why should you? Why should you not? Do you not want a faith that's full of hope and love? And like I said, I'm still growing because I don't... You're always growing. I I don't say like, all right, so these are my core values, and then that's it. And then I get tattoos... Repeatedly, like love, values keep growing because love for me looks in different ways. I had to learn, like, in my past relationship Mm -hmm. and in other experiences, like, love doesn't mean just pouring your all into one thing and not uh, getting that in return. Reciprocation is is like for sure something that needs to be um, explored within a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, learning to accept and love myself in a way before I turn um, and accept somebody else. So all these things are, are adaptations within my love. So I'm tr- I'm trying to figure it out. But that's what I mean by it being fluid. It still goes back to that core. So I'm going within those acts with love, mm-hmm. but certain things might direct me in a, a different direction and, and teach me a different lesson about what love is to me at that moment. Very true. Mm. Any other core values? Um, other values... Yeah, all other values are connected to, to the these three, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the other tattoos that I have, obviously, are... Um, this is a tattoo of Guyana. It's kind of kind of shooting around. I don't know if you can see it on Facebook. in the shadow. Yeah, it's kind of... I, I, I'll try to get it in there later. I'll take pictures or something. Uh, but that one was Guyana. It's just, you know, me appreciating my roots and remembering that I do have a place that I need to go back to and try to connect to as much as possible. And not be a typical first gen. <laughs> uh, and well, your your home is close though, and then your dad working for an airline makes it easy. Yeah, yeah like that's other true. people, like if you're coming from Africa, that's that's a trip. It's <laughs> true. That's true. But it's it's more about like having that mentality of not not wanting to so much assimilate mm. to American culture that you forget your yeah, own because yeah, it, it really is rich. Um, and, and those lessons of the past can guide you to a better future and remembering that, you know, it can always be beneficial if you, if you 
they have the ability to do it, fuck it, do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be the person who doesn't uh, take advantage of that. Um, so that's what that's there for. I plan to make a trip every year. That's what I want to do. So all my people, I'm going to see y'all. Come December time, when it gets a little chilly out here, I'll be out. <laughs> uh, and the last one, Smart Love, is just, well, Smart Love. Smart Love was the idea I came up with. Um, wow. A couple years ago, it just it keeps de- uh, developing over years and years. I'm pushing it in different directions. Um, and it's a platform that I wanted to create so that I could talk about what I wanted to talk about, which was love, one of my core values. And uh, since then, I've been able to help couples. I've, through there, I've been able to actually get couples to come in for therapy. So I've gotten clients from Smart Love. Yeah. I've uh, gotten reposts and, and shares and, and thoughtful discussions that have come through it. So mm-hmm. um, it's just one of those things that I find as a core Hello. is... <laughs> oh yeah I keep forgetting we live <laughs> um, it's just something as a core that I, I use to express myself and, and and yeah explore that part of me so those will be my cores yeah so when I first like started identifying what my core values were I felt very alone and isolated because especially like even at Hampton I was like the pro-black and afrocentric chick like too much really? to for like other black people yeah they was like oh that's that's rocky like that's see yeah, i didn't even remember that i know yeah you didn't and yeah i vouch like i'm a little <laughs> for the people but um but yeah so i especially when i started thinking how i do about my spirituality revolves around nature so as i was thinking more about the planet our where humans are on the planet, in the universe, and what we do to each other, what we do to the planet and the animals and the other species on it. Like, I was really questioning, questioning things. Yes, questioning things. Because you got to question, people. I Yeah, I felt very alone and isolated. Until, it wasn't until I graduated that I started, like, posting on Facebook about what I believed. Whether it was just PSAs or posting, like, a question or a comment that we would have discussions about or reposting videos and stuff like that, that I started finding people who thought the same that I did. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I'm not It's alone. not just me. Yeah, like I'm not alone. That's amazing. And I remember my dad was like, you need to stop because oh, I was posting out. Well, I, you don't see I, was, I was very much anti-religion. I was, I'm learning to... It's a slow process, but I was very much anti-religion then. So I would be posting about it. And my dad was like, you don't want to do this because you don't want to like, you're not creating advocates. And I was like, actually, I am. I'm finding the people who believe the same things that I do and building advocacy with them. Like, I don't want the advocacy with the other people because obviously they're not thinking the same way. And it's like talking to a brick wall sometimes. So, you know. (laughs) I needed people to nourish my spirit because I was just discovering myself. I needed to find people that nourished that spirit in me that said that, hey, it's okay. I think this way too. Right. That's important for real. Right? Sometimes you do feel isolated. Like, damn, I'm really the only one. Oh, I thought I had issues. I was like, I'm just, I go off the deep end sometimes. I see a lot of us though. Yeah. I was like, I'm in my own little world. And the other thing I say about religion is like, Again, it's not no knock to those who are like within 
their spirituality relies in whatever is your teaching. Exactly. Christianity, exactly. Hope is. and love. Like, that's, like, that's what it's about. As long as you're about it. Because there are plenty of Christians that I know that are just really about the community, really about yeah, about, like, about love, about all those things and those, and those core values. And they don't trouble, trouble anybody. They don't really care about what other people are doing. Like, mm-hmm. they're not worried about, like, oh, those gay people over there. Like, they don't really care. If, like, they're not gay, you're not tripping about it. They don't give a fuck. You do you when I do me. And, and, and that's what it needs to be. Like, but the problem with it is the institution itself causes division. So, mm-hmm. it's a little difficult. And see, and that's the thing. It was also, I was becoming more aware of the systems. The systems in place to, like, really make you ignorant. Like, they want to keep us ignorant. Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, some of the values, I will say, and it really depends on who your pastor, who your leaders are. No, no, no. This is, I'm, like, going political. Like, I was thinking about systems. Oh, like, yeah, the government, all, general, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, general, just yeah. systems in general. Yeah. yeah I was, Once I found out about that, I was like, oh, I know that there's a system for almost everything. Exactly. And I also learned about... I'm waking up to more systems. Yeah, you find I'm out like, more and more oh, all the time. But you also find out about the positive systems that you can also create for yourself. Oh, empowering and the and people is a goal. Yes. I can't wait to put these things into place. Mm-hmm. So... So, yeah, my dad was like, you don't talk to people about politics or religion. So I started talking to people about both. But again, that's the rebel in me. <laughs> and it just makes sense to do it. Those right? are things that really like, affect our lives. It, and these are things that are, like, crucially important to a person. So, no, for real. Like, black Republicans, we be like, who is you and why is you with us? <laughs> what? Lost souls in the sunken place. So, and see, that's how crucial a thing it is. Like, what did, ha- what happened to you? Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> what said, happened up. to you? <laughs> Sorry. And made <clears throat> me become Republican. Although Dave Chappelle was like, my tax bracket. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I didn't even vote for him. What? Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. I, 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 okay, I can get rich as possible. I still ain't gonna vote for him. Nope. So. I will abstain. And, and, that, and that's. Another thing, so no, Bernie Sanders didn't come out till later. That was like while we were in grad school, right? Mm-hmm. 2016. Well, Bernie Sanders helped me open my eyes a lot because I was just like, fuck the system. I can't do anything about it. It's pointless. But when Bernie Sanders came out with his policy and his record, I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but that's the thing, because I think he even thought he was alone in his thinking, too. He was like, damn, he's the only one in the Senate. I know. He's probably the only one saying shit I love you, all Bernie. these years. You are not alone. <laughs> he's saying this, because he's not, he's not saying nothing different. Like, he might Mm-mm. tweet this stuff like a little bit here and there. But he's been saying the same shit, and, and everybody's been like, oh, that crazy old Bernie. Well, I have, <laughs> after the Democratic Party rigged the system. Yes. We ain't forget about that shit, bitch. <laughs> After that happened, oh. I have heard him saying more about fighting the system. Right. Like, like the military like, industrial like, 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 we need to pharma. take this shit down. Yeah, like, like, he, like, like before, Wall Street, all before it was like Medicare for all, civil rights, like equality and stuff. And I was like, yeah, you about it. But now that he's come out with the fighting the system, I'm like, you being for Medicare for all and public education is not enough. I need you to take the system down. Right. Because otherwise, somebody we else don't... could come right back in there. Exactly, and, and just change, do the same shit. Yeah. So, and it's like, hello, Systems there's last. this one planet, people. This one planet. 
we gonna kill everybody on it and everything just and like, because you make some money. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, the whole, <laughs> our whole uh, grid system is based on fossil fuels and other dirty forms of energy. And we need a new, literally a whole new electrical grid system mm-hmm. based on renewable energy. Exactly. If we did that, we would be good. Like, but that I, would. I was driving three because uh, I just I went to San Diego, so I was driving. It's nine hours from oh, San yeah, Diego. Yeah. That's crazy. And I left because my friend, um, she lives in uh, Corona. So, uh, Corona. No, it's Corona. Don't even. Corona. Like I, a look, beer. I don't know shit about Canada. Yeah, like I a just beer. got here. So a Corona. There we go. Corona. <laughs> As in, like... The beer. Yeah. Corona. <laughs> That's ginger beer. But anyways. I'm sorry. I'm looking at two different cameras. But, um... Yeah. So, that was, like, six and a half hours left for me to drive to Oakland. So, there was a three-hour gap in that drive where I was just going through high, gusty wind areas. And I could... I was driving a rental truck, so I could physically... Feel the wind shaking the truck. Scared the shit out of me because I'm like, what is moving without my intent? So, yeah, I was like, but none, nowhere in that area were there wind turbines to collect that energy. I'm like, y'all stupid motherfuckers. So California, California don't even, and that was like natural wind. Right. It's not going anywhere, y'all. It's just like, like, it's just like the goddamn sun. Right. Not going anywhere. Water. Like, yeah, we may fuck it up and can't drink from it. But that's but, only because we keep doing the shit we're doing right but now. But the water still exists. Shit, it's flooding. Get more. <laughs> yep. So. But yeah, that's like a perfect example of a system that just really needs to be changed. Exactly. Renewable energy. Yes. How we eat. I was just discussing this this morning. I'm probably about to go full vegan uh, soon. Trying to give up the cheese. It's really hard. I can't. I love cheese. That's the only thing. Like, I don't drink dairy milk no more. I don't oh, have yeah. yogurt. I don't have ice cream. But yeah. cheese? Ice cream is hard. But there's substitutes for that, too. This is my love. It does not taste the same. For, uh, for uh, ice cream, I mean. No, get, cheese. Yeah, vegan cheese. Vegan cheese hard. Maybe I need to try different types of vegan cheese. But what from what I had, no. Yeah, it's not really it, great. It don't. It don't taste like it at all. But I'm going to try. Uh, that's a good example of a system, too. <laughs> Yo, have you seen the ads for milk? No. Like, I was I was on YouTube, and I saw an ad pop up, and I was like, man, I haven't seen one of these in a minute. And I'm like, you see how much propaganda that shit was? Drink cow's milk, because you'll... Got milk? You remember the Yeah, words? got milk, got the mustache and shit. Yo, had the cookies and shit. Like, you know how much of a propaganda stunt that was? So to saying. get you to drink cow's milk so there could be an industry off of it when you should have been drinking your mama's breast milk anyway. Like, what the? That's what I'm saying. A like cow's a lot of, milk like a lot is of for a calf we do, we to grow realize. up into a cow. It's not meant for us. It's not meant for us. But I can't let go of the cheese now that we have it. So. <laughs> I'm trying to. Sorry, cow. I'll make you myself. Um, so far, the only thing that's really hold me back is pizza and macaroni and cheese. But even macaroni and cheese, I made some, and I was like, I've had enough. And usually, there's no such thing. So that ain't me. Mm-mm. Hello. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we were talking about our core values and how we felt isolated and alone when we first started realizing what they were mm-hmm. and how other people didn't think this way. 
And when we came to California, we felt more of a connection. But I also think there's there is a shift in perspective. Because, like, more celebrities are coming out. Bernie Sanders <coughs> changed the perspective for a lot of people. I think a lot of people are realizing that. Well, one, a lot of people are becoming more educated. Yeah, yeah And when you, sure. the difference between college versus grade school and high school is you're taught how to think, not what to think. Not for all, but for most, that's, that's the gist for the universities. How to think versus what to think. So, one, there's a lot more educated people. Two, the internet. Yeah, the internet's been If you good. have access to information, But like, there's a lot of bullshit, too, because a lot of people I mean, are, like, you do got believing, believing just, like... And people have an opinion stuff like, and have a platform. Like, like Trump. Like, believing that stuff. That guy lies, yeah. like, every minute. Uh, tweets. He'll be out of here soon. I hope. <laughs> we didn't think he'd be in there. But anyways... Right. I'm not worried about it. Like I said, that's really out of my control. Let the investigation do their thing. Break the system up. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking 2018, all the rest of the elections, and then 2020, I'm going for Bernie. I mean, I really don't see anybody else. I know they're going to try to push a black candidate out Cory there. Cory Booker. I know. And I'm like, nah, nigga. I'm from Jersey. You ain't going <laughs> to. Like, like, you Jersey took that know money. It is. You voted against bills that was in the best interest of the people. You from Jersey know what it is. Like, like buying prescription drugs from Canada. Really? that lame ass excuse safety you remember I, I don't forget like when i was younger i used to be like yo i used to just believe politicians or whatever i know or i used to not pay attention woke up to the bullshit but yeah nah fuck that <laughs> um so yeah so oh so what inspired this episode today was the amanda seals interview on the breakfast right. club and like everything she was saying so was fine. like, yes, 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 yes. Oh, I love it. She's, she's saying so everything that's in my head. Like mentally, she's and fine. She's so fine. <laughs> mentally, she's fine. Yo, but, for real. She has a beautiful mind. I love the way she's This is thinks. him shooting his shot. <laughs> Amanda I mean, Seals. I'm not really shooting my shot. This is why I would take my shit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but, oh. Nah, um, but she's dope. She's got, she does have a beautiful mind in the mm. way that. She challenges herself to think outside of her own perspective. Mm -hmm. And that's what's and important. And see, that reminds me of, if you've seen World War Z with Brad Pitt, they had the okay, scene in I, there. I'm, I'm interested to see where you're going with this. Go ahead. They had the scene in there where they were in Israel. So if you know World War Z, it's another zombie movie, right? Okay. So, and of course, it was a vaccine that went awry. <laughs> but, uh, well, actually, no, it, it made... It may have just been some bacteria or virus. I don't know. Anyways, don't zombies. <laughs> so Israel started building a wall. And Brad Pitt went over there because he was trying to find the origin of the virus or something. Mm -hmm. And he was like, what made you all start building this wall a week before the zombie outbreak? And they were like, they got an email and it said the word zombie. And he was like, you you built a wall based on that? And the guy was like... I do not remember all this. Go ahead. In addition to Israel having the never again mentality, it's also if nine people think the exact same way about a thing, it is the duty, the responsibility of the 10th person to have a different decision. So like nine people are like, yes, it is up to that 10th man to be like, no. And I was like, that's an interesting way of thinking about something. Like, I don't know if I agree, but I get what he's trying to say. So what is he trying to say? 
He's basically trying to say that uh, ideas should be challenged no matter what. Groupthink is not a good thing. Mm. Like even yes. if you do agree with the premise of the idea, you should try to formulate an opposite idea, an opposing just idea. Just to see just different exactly, perspectives. Just to see where there's weaknesses within your own. Yes. That's what it's about. Definitely. So I get what you're saying. But like literally, if everybody was like, yo, let's all give everybody free weed and healthcare every day of their life. I would no be like, challenge for me. No <laughs> challenge. But then the challenge would be, if I were to think about it, like, okay, is there going to be some regulation on this? Can yeah. we give weed to little kids? That wouldn't be smart. See what I mean? Yeah. So the first example sounded all good. But if I didn't challenge it and I was just like, oh, yeah, free weed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then I would have been fucking up with some little kids who really don't need that shit. Exactly. So, yeah, that was an example that I just came up with uh, just now. So that's what I was reminded by when you were talking about Amanda Seals challenging. Uh-huh. I love the way that she puts stuff. Yeah. She's just, yeah if she's you haven't like, seen that interview in the breakfast yeah, club, Yeah, definitely check it. that shit out. Yeah. But, um, but in it, she was talking about wellness and therapy. I suggest everybody therapy. go to therapy. Everyone. Therapy. You, you, therapy. you, 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 you. Definitely you. Oh, you? <laughs> you. I'm on my second therapist now. It's going lovely. Learning. Me too. Growth. Growth. <laughs> <laughs> insecure um and shout out to molly on insecure i forgot what her her name's yvonne the actress yeah, yeah yvonne. but molly the character she's on insecure beautiful. went to therapy um and she's gotta have it she went to therapy the main character went to therapy shout out to therapy go to therapy find yourself a black therapist <laughs> um yeah find yourself That's a black therapist that, right, right? <laughs> so wellness Again, I think it's coming with the education. I also think during Black Lives Matter movement with seeing all the police brutality in the videos, we were like, whoa, there's a lot of grief, a lot of trauma. My mental state is not okay. My emotional state is not okay. So let me, like, take care of myself. So with that, more of us are getting into the profession. Right. That's really important because we're going to need that, um, especially going forward. Yeah. And Um, then also um, with... I guess the spirituality movement, mm-hmm. people are getting away from religion. They're starting to go back to their ancestors I'm and they're realizing how much more in nature things, is, things are. Mm-hmm. So more holistic. Um, so that's a different type of yeah, healing and, as well. And we're realizing again, because there is a system in place to demonize even the healing practices mm-hmm. of natives. I know, right? Like voodoo and shit. Right. Like, oh, that's, that's a good example. Why is that bad? Uh, those things that were used as remedies were seen as, oh, no, no, that's, that's witchcraft or, or whatever. That's, uh, Shit, even I just watched Coco last night, right? And it's about Dia de los Muertos. And I thought... Is there a thing on there about something? Uh, like a particular remedy or something like that? No, it's just about ancestors oh. and how they, <laughs> they demonize something. And like Halloween, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dia, Dia de, de los Muertos means Day of the Dead. So I'm thinking Halloween, vampires and shit. Nah. You know, it's like, no, let's celebrate a day of our ancestors and our family. I was like, when I was watching Coco, I was like, that's what this shit means? Yeah, I had to learn that <laughs> from uh, one of my professors. I think in like seventh or eighth grade. Mm. Yeah, he's a black professor. Sigma went to Clark? I'm not sure. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Raleigh. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so wellness therapy, taking care of you, taking care of your family, mm-hmm. taking care of your relationships. Like we all experience yes. relationships in life. Like I don't care Everybody. who you are. You had a mama. You had a daddy. You had a grandmama, granddaddy. If you have kids, 
who you work with. Anybody you interact with. That's, exactly. That's some form I of walk past on the street. Relationship. And sometimes those relationships go awry. And we need to figure Very that often. shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Very often. So that was one thing. A huge thing that's being more discussed mm. is money. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh... People are Black just Wall Street talk. I like people. It. Well, no, not only just building up, but even the concept of money mm-hmm. and how it controls America. It really oh, yeah, does. It does. Now, our listen, politics, which means it controls our lives. Right. Money is a piece of paper in which man gave meaning. Let me repeat that back. Money is a piece of paper that man gave meaning. And if you want to say, oh, well, gold was upholding like mm-hmm. the concept of money. Who put meaning on the gold? Somebody who said who humans. Said you think yep. a monkey was over there and be like, huh? Gold. This is worth a lot. No. <laughs> kind of like a evolved monkey said, "Ooh, shiny. This looks like it's worth a lot." And then everybody else was like, "Ooh, yeah, shiny. It is worth a lot." And then that's how gold became really? valuable. That's that's pretty much humans, it. motherfucker, shiny. That's really how it started. That's what allows you. They were like, "Oh, this is shiny," and I haven't planet. seen anybody else with it, so it's rare. So I guess it must be valuable. Uh, it's called the Gold Coast. Um, yeah, see, that's when people rare there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then diamonds too. Like diamonds are, are not uh, rare abundant at all. too. Yeah, it's purposely um, suppressed so that they can inflate the cost. Again, inflate. The cost. Yeah. <laughs> Diamonds aren't rare at all. No, but I'm saying you have control over the money. Hello? I don't well, get certain people. people do. Certain people. But I'm saying we could have a choice not to control it. If only certain people would be able to give it up or certain people were willing to fight back. Like, people are willing to do some shady ass shit over money. Like, do you realize in the scheme of the universe? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> scheme of the universe, how, like, insignificant money is? Like, really, people? When the apocalypse happened, and it's going to happen, y'all. The way this the way this planet is going, shit. I won't be here. I won't be here, but sorry, kids. But anyways. Yeah. Flint still doesn't have Mon- water. Money won't matter. It won't matter. Sorry, I just had to say that. Um, let's see, let's What's see. Nice? What time do we have? Oh, shit. Does that mean we got five minutes left on the podcast? No, it's 50. Never mind. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> you can tell the time. I didn't. Oh, yeah. We started at the same time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ooh. Remember when Amanda was talking about how people work for their dreams? And mm. they're always working. They're always hustling. And it don't ever seem to, like, result in anything. Right. And she was like... You feel like you're owed the turnover after all that hard work. Hmm. And it's interesting because that's also another shift in trying to live out your passions. Because a lot of us millennials were looking at our parents like, oh, I like they were saying, I hate my job. I hate going to work. I don't want to be here. Uh, just pays the bills. And we were like, <laughs> I don't want to live like that. Like, I want to be happy. <laughs> I want to be at peace. Why do I want to hate the one thing I will be doing for the rest of my you life think about most that. days out of the week? I like, really need people to focus <laughs> and, and like hear me when I say this. Like, 
majority of your waking hours are spent working. Most of your life <laughs> are like, spent working. Like, so think about your 18 waking hours to whenever you die. Like, are, are working or at school education. Preparing Which is work. becoming more work. They're <laughs> reducing the the recess time. Like kids need to play. That's yeah. how they learn. Yeah, that's how like, kids. You learn. know nothing about kids if you're doing that. Obviously. Anyways, sorry. But yeah. <laughs> so if you're spending majority of your time at work and you're miserable, that means you are literally miserable for the most of the most of your life. Yeah, makes no sense. And then you're doing that to do what? So you can say, oh, all right, at least I got a nice apartment, which I only spend this much time at. Or I got this nice to pay whatever for that I my spend kids this much time that with. I haven't spent any time with. So now that I got it. So you really gotta think about it. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. Just do the math. I'm not even saying nothing controversial here. Like, do the math. You're spending more time being miserable. So wonder you're wondering why you're in a bad mood or all that. It's because of your work. And that's another concept I remember when we were talking about adulthood and there's this concept that you have to be boring and no fun. Fuck like that. Sorry, that's my first response. And then I, I think I'm a lot more eloquent, <laughs> as you can see. Uh, first response is, fuck that. Right? <laughs> but, yeah, with this concept that work has to be boring and work has right. to just be mundane and it has to just get by. And I have responsibilities. You can have responsibilities while living out your passions. You should. Right. That's the way to live. <laughs> Responsibility and passion. Balance, my people. With great power comes great responsibility. I swear, that is a legendary statement. Yep. And then what Amanda Seals was, um, right, (laughs) what Amanda (laughs) Seals had said, well, she got a Benz and she didn't want to post it on Instagram because she didn't want to be like one of those people who like change, you know, oh, like you got money and they change you or people are envious of it and stuff like that. Or, and the other thing she said was, oh, that's it? That's all you got? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you trying to set for that? Like, oh, what kind of what class is that? Mm-hmm. That she said she was worried that other people were going to think like that, too. That's true. But she was like, some... Was it Charlemagne? No, it was, it was DJ Envy, who called her and was like, yo... Fuck that. You earned that. <laughs> exactly. And oh, he was yeah. like, you can get what you want by being real and being yourself. And people need to know that you can get there by doing that. You have to, yo. Be you. It, it be you. Better. Be true to you. Like, yourself. So your core values, be true to them. Don't let society shut you down from living the way that you want to live. That shit's so real. <gasps> it's so, so real, baby. I ain't <laughs> mean to do that shit. That's why it's called this. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- I think that's... Yeah, we almost had some. How about it? Some. But, um... Lot, since we live, we could... Ask for questions without one uh, viewer. Do you have any questions? <laughs> I would say, what are your core values? Yeah, what are your core values? And basically, how do you rebel against the system? <laughs> but. It's a good question. I mean, because, like, I rebel. Like, my doctor is Indian. I mean, yeah, I got fucking Kaiser, but I didn't have a choice with that shit. But, uh. You're going for this Medicare for all, y'all. Right. You're getting out this shit. Exactly. So my doctor is Indian, my therapist is black, my eye doctor is black, um, my landlord is black, my roommate is black, uh, the people I work with is black at a black-owned agency, my clientele is mostly black and Latino. Michelle? Like, I was trying to remove myself from the system as much as possible. Yeah, I still pay taxes, them motherfuckers. Um, but we trying to control where those taxes go to from now on. Exactly. I got a trying. I got a black bank, one United Bank. Like That's another one. Yes. Um. We buy black is about to. I'm about to put that like as a bookmark. I'm about to 
buy like, buy as much things as I can. Man. I want more black art. I want some more black art for sure. Mm. That was created by me. <laughs> That's black art. Pardon my fro. This one I got. I know, I'm back. I'm just look right here. Oh, yeah. I'm breaking my neck. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I would say, what are your core values? Again, mine: intellectual, artistic, conscious, spiritual. Big kid. O said his was positivity, mm-hmm. growth. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that would be my question. And how do you fight the system? And if you feel alone, how do you not feel that way? Like for me, I go into spaces. Like the reason I moved to California. Yeah, I, that's another thing. I need yeah. to be in a, uh, a, a. I see you, Kashif. Oh. Even though. I call you Cash. The hell? <laughs> but, um, that's, that's y'all. She tripping. She's I'm high tripping. also. But it's... <laughs> that, that, that could explain it. I'll mm-hmm. get to your, I'll get mm-hmm. to your thing. What were you going to say? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I was going to say, I need to be in a place of peace uh, constantly. Yes. Maintain your peace. You know, is the default kind of like what I was saying is a quick example like we were talking about before with working mm-hmm. how you spend more hours working mm-hmm. uh, a job than, you hate yeah that you hate. <laughs> I need to be constantly in a place that I like and as of peace mm-hmm. so it's the same thing like most of the at waking hours I'm gonna be in Oakland I need to be in a place in an environment that nurtures my myself and my soul exactly so you said me three. Oh, eight. <laughs> so what I was <laughs> and you you said, um, so Cash said he's in Denver, not a lot of color out there. Mm. And I understand having to be in a situation. Like, I was in San Diego. I hated that shit. It was affluent. It was white. It was conservative. Like, and it was lacking nature. Perfect. It was not me. Like, I wanted to go. So the reason I came to California was because I wanted diversity, was because I wanted renewable energy, was because I wanted the vegan and vegetarian movement, was because I wanted a difference in spirituality. So I chose to move here because I knew that those were my values. And I had all those things, like, all almost all my life, especially being vegetarian. Yeah. And I was like, man, I wish I could go to a place else like this. Entering Cali. Exactly. So I, I made the choice to move here. And then yeah. when I moved, I went to grad school in San Diego, and when that one fit in, I made the choice to come to Oakland because I knew it had more, and I actually Ooh, visited Oakland this time. Is so, so Oakland cool. is, like, great for my spirit. So, and I and in the last year and a half when I first got to Oakland, I was in a housing space that was toxic. I was in a workspace that was toxic, and I couldn't go anywhere. Like, housing is ridiculous. And I, I still wanted to work for a private practice. I wanted to work for black owned, black ran. So I didn't, I didn't have anywhere to go. But as Amanda Seals showed me in the interview with Breakfast Club was that she had done stuff, baby steps to get her where she is today. So she's doing smart, funny and black. She was like, I designed the t-shirts. I did the website, but it was like back in the day I was doing little things. So now today I know how to do them. So I, I, I fully... <laughs> I fully believe in timing of the universe. Like sometimes you just, you don't know what you don't know. So you just need to put yourself in little positions where you you are striving to be yourself. Now when, and and what's it shit? What my therapist say? (laughs) She told me something and I was using it. I gotta sit up y'all. My back is killing me. I know we're on the floor. Um, my therapist said something with timing. What'd she say? I don't know where it was. In the meantime, <laughs> uh, 
why she find that. I agree. Like a lot of the little things that I was doing, uh, just when it came to getting in grad school and then moving out here, started from baby steps mm -hmm. um, of me learning little things here and there and making little connections. The other thing is you being nice and you being positive to other people. That shit comes back, and people have helped me out in positions um, where I was down and out, and I was like, damn, I don't know how I'm going to get through this shit. Mm -hmm. One of those people is uh, sitting right next to me. Um, so those things help out a lot when you're actually positive and have those interactions with those people that you connect those values. Um, I think that's really important when it goes... When it comes to like those baby steps, you can't forget about the interactions you have with um, the people Fuck, in your life, those relationships too. I don't know which. What I can't. <laughs> I knew you was. I can't get it. the word, but um, it's more about baby steps. No, it, it was about timing, and I had to experience life before the opportunity could materialize. Yeah, that sounds about right. Isn't that what she said? It was something with timing in it, though. Oh, timing created, allowing time to create the opportunity to, or allow the opportunity to materialize or something like that. And that happened. Like, I was in that toxic house, housing space and workspace just waiting. <laughs> and when the opportunity came about that would give me peace both at work and at home, like, I moved and changed jobs within, like, a month. Because both of the opportunities, I was broke after it. But, um, but the opportunity materialized, and I was like, jumping! Because I realized that I need peace. So, yes, you may be in Denver right now, Cash, and it may suck. You got weed. <laughs> right? <laughs> One benefit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so liberating, strong, isn't it? It's so liberating when it's legal. <laughs> but um but yeah, if the opportunity comes about to be in a place that gives you more peace, you got to jump. You got to take that leap cuz it's either choosing yourself or what? Like I said, the majority of your hours where you stay, you got to make sure that... Like, your house should you be your place of peace. You can't flourish work. if your environment isn't really flourishing. You have to at least create pockets of those environments or spaces where you can flourish, you know? Mm -hmm. That's what I meant by, like, even in the hood, like the rec center, like that little pace, place of peace in the around chaos. Like if you, if you, yeah. you know, that's, that's where you hone in we your skills. Work. You can actually express yourself, and mm -hmm. that's how you can get out the roads and the concrete. That's what that is. We have a school here by that name. So, yeah, so you got to do that out there in Denver, bro. Whatever you got to do. I don't know what you got to do, but. That's what I'm saying. Create, like you got to create your own space. You may you be, and it. then, like, I, I fully believe, like, the challenges that I was experiencing gave me the lesson. Like, I needed the lesson before I got out of that challenge. Right. Because, like, while I was in the toxic workspace, it inspired me to really get on my yeah. establishing my own nonprofit. So, me and O was like, uh, we need to legit be real about what it takes to start a nonprofit because this shit ain't it. So. <laughs> If I had, if I had, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh -uh. Um, I, you know, when you think you had something to correct some, and then you just really just made it worse and more awkward. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> I had nothing to save her. That was it. Just, I, <laughs> it wasn't 
the vision that I had in mind. Let's just say that. Let's go with that. <laughs> Let's go with that. So it <laughs> inspired me to get <laughs> to work. And I don't know if I would have had that inspiration if I hadn't gone through the challenge. Yeah, the frustration mm-hmm. was the catalyst. <laughs> yeah, like literally. <laughs> the day it was like okay let's let's get to writing so um yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then it was like okay let's get to leaving like, yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> yeah you may be through going through a challenging time right now so understand what the lesson is behind it how this can better you in some way shape or form and then also be willing to jump when the opportunity presents itself but also acknowledge what the opportunity could be yeah like don't give up on the dream of you having that space just because it's not right in front of your face exactly. right now, you know? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Like, I told you this. Oh, I've, I've discussed it in the podcast before, but I've always thought, like, damn, Cali would be a nice place to be. But I always thought, like, nah, let me push it away. And I moved to different pockets. I've lived in almost every area of this country um, at, at some point for at least a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um And then I was like, man, the only place I haven't gone is Cali. And I was here, and I was like, come visit. Dog. As soon as like I came, <laughs> everything clicked. Right. And, then that's, and that was confirmation. Up, so you were here for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. I was here for a weekend. And I was like, oh, moving to Oakland. Yeah. Well, I was already in Cali, but Oakland yeah, 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 yeah. specifically. So it's, it's different. But yeah, don't give up on that at least vision of where you want to be. Uh, you just got to tweak it and make sure that you're not. So focused on it that you are skipping those steps, because mm-hmm. then it, it looks like it's so far away that you aren't. It's unattainable. It's un- unattainable. Yeah, you aren't right. looking at the happy little steps that you are taking towards that. Smell the flowers. You know, and that's what like Amanda was talking about ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that! I got a Benz. Like, she felt almost embarrassed about putting her Benz out there because mm-hmm. it wasn't like that big. You know, yeah. like fuck all that. Show off. You got a Benz. It may you not be. You worked hard for that. Right. Benz. You worked hard like... for that shit. Whatever it is, whatever your your uh fucking version of that is, mine was I motherfucking got a keyboard, nigga. What? I got a keyboard and a new key uh a, a new stand. computer and a, and a new oh, fucking yeah. computer. His That's computer, what I did. So now it's a MacBook Surface Pro thing. Yeah, she has no idea what she's talking about. That that does not exist. Do not look that up. It's, you will. You, it's, if somebody oh, sells you that, not, somebody sells you a. Uh, it's a Surface do not Pro. To that. Surface Pro. <laughs> if somebody it's, sells you a Mac. Surface Book Pro, you will <laughs> don't buy it. Pro. You will get robbed. I promise you that's not a product. I promise you that's not a product. It's beautiful. <laughs> like he can detach it. And then I I saw this thing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. In, yeah, yeah. The, in Disney, <laughs> it was like read it and weep. It was a Disney Channel movie back in the day in the two thousands. Where she remember that she shit? could flip and I showed it to him. Dude, she could flip the the, no, she was mad. the she monitor. Was like, <gasps> I've seen this before. Like, this was in the 2000s. <laughs> flip the monitor, right? So, flip the monitor, put it down on the keyboard, and was, like, drawing on it. His, you can totally detach, but you can also lay it down with yeah, the book, the camera up. Service Book 2 is a good... Like, if you're not fucking with the Macs, like, I'm not, mm-hmm. and you want, like, the I'm Microsoft version Apple. of not, of that, Team PC, Team Service Android. Book 2, that shit is fire. I promise you, you will not regret that purchase. Uh... <laughs> That like other shit, do not buy that shit. Whatever, I don't know things <laughs> <laughs> such as electronics. It's the uh, the Atari uh Surface Book twelve point nine. Anyways, we about to run out of battery on this mic. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that baby steps, those baby steps, cash could be you traveling. 
to see what could be a different opportunity right. for you. You may have to be in your situation for a little bit longer. Again, what's the lesson from being in that situation? But acknowledge that that's not the end-all, be-all. You can't make your life full of happiness and peace. It just may take Yo, timing dog, for that to create see what, what that would be. Of, of space that you need, whatever exactly. it is. Exactly. Whatever like, it is. My, ho- my house space is crucial. Like, I got a lot of light coming in my room right now. I got my art surrounding me. I don't got all that. That's why I be camping out here. <laughs> like, what you doing? I got my little ring corner over here. I got my bookshelf. So, it's tight. No, but that's nice, though. I got my peace. And that's crucial. Now, I just need to maintain my peace. So... With that, thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl, Rocky. And your boy, O. <laughs> uh, today, we were talking about core values, but we got plenty of other episodes. Please check it out. It's for So show. Real. That's I-T-S-S-O-U-L-R-E-A-L. It's So Real. We on Instagram. We on Twitter. All that. We about to be editing this shit and putting it on YouTube. Yes, sir. Um, and, uh, of course, don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. Where the podcast actually is. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you have any questions, comments for future or past episodes, Yo, please let us know, know in the comments real. below. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Peace. <laughs> Take care of you. <laughs>